Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. For today, we turn over to a new month. We're talking July 1st, 1989, NWA Saturday Night on TBS. I'm sitting here with Doc, and Hopper has returned from a very eventful week with the hurricane. Hopper had no power for, let's see, if we're calculating it out, uh, it would have been God, close like to three, 72 hours. Yeah, three or four days. And your girl had without power even longer than that so anyway the man's been catching up that's why he missed last week so uh yeah. first let me throw that doc doc how you doing man oh man i'm doing all right the, the uh you know i'm just here celebrating life and the return of the uh mac conference and college football tonight and being pulled away from that to uh handle this podcast um hearing about harper's we we were just treated off air, and it will remain off air. Yeah, we were just re- treated to Harper's uh, election night coverage <laughs> from his house. Oh. And let me just now watch it. Might you, you're going to get us banned off YouTube? But let me just say <laughs> that Harper had some explosive uh, election night coverage that would have would have rivaled anything that you've heard on this show in the last five and a half years. But because Mike deems this a politics-free zone, we're going to have to just leave that to your imagination. We're all a little bit tired tonight because uh, we, we were up tallying the votes last night, counting the votes. We're a little bit whooped, but as usual, we're here. We're locked in. Uh, Harper, uh, so you had another hurricane. Did it go Broadway this time? It was two out of three falls in Lake Charles last time. What, what was this one? I mean... It- it was bad. The wind was blowing all kinds of shit down. Can you explain to people maybe, I don't know, in England or New Hampshire or, or maybe someplace around the country, what it's like to be in the middle of a hurricane? Well, I fell asleep. Oh, well, I at guess my it's girlfriend's not- head. Well, well I-, I was at my girlfriend's house with binge watching the office and I fell asleep and I woke up at 530. You know, uh, <clears throat> Uh, PM and I was like what the fuck is going on outside <laughs> and we go in the backyard dude and you could just hear trees just snapping and fucking breaking I said what the fuck I said we need to get the fuck inside this is stupid <laughs> and so then I jumped in my car and I drove to my mom's house in the middle of all this shit 
Okay, what was that like to be in a car driving along? You know, there's could be down power lines. Well, I mean, she's like legit sixty minutes away, so it wasn't that bad. But uh, it was like Twister, some drunk guy instead of a cow, some drunk guy with a Saints hat flew 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 by my fucking car. <laughs> oh, good. And then he goes, "Who that bitches?" And he just kept going. All right. I thought it was going to be one of those retarded ducks. That no, no, okay. this isn't a Smoky Mountain wrestling. Okay, so you you've been uh, you've been busy lately. Lots of hurricanes. Uh, no power last week. We were all we all said uh, some. You know, yeah, we, were, dude. we were pulling for you. Um, yeah, we we were hoping that you were getting some hurricane ass. Yeah, because I mean, what else are you going to do when there's no lights on? But but, but then it's all hot. No, no, well, that's the good thing. It got this cool. Was in fucking, yeah, it was. In, this is in fucking like late October, so it was nice and cool. You just open up the window and it felt fucking great. Let the breeze tickle your bare ass. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and we sat around. When was the last time you listened to the radio? Like the radio, radio. In the car. Dude, I we had the radio on, listened to the radio playing battleship and fucking uh, uh gi joe commando game and shit with the coleman light on hmm i mean i sit around and listen to podcasts around the yeah, house right right but when was the last time you hit the little tuner and you turn in a fucking thing and it's been a while yeah I'm trying to get the classic rock station and shit listen to some fog hat yeah exactly yeah well um Harper, we had a big week last week, and we missed you. We could have used you on the show, but we understand that, you know, Mother Nature does what she wants to do. Uh, We lost Tracy Smothers, and uh, we thought we would uh, allow you. We we gave him a a, a proper BTT eulogy. Lots and lots of of kind words were said about Tracy. But we know that you got to know Tracy down at uh, Wildcat at X-Rated's. Um, anything you'd like to share with the army, uh, related to, to the memory of the great wild eyed Southern boy, Tracy Smothers. I mean, Tracy was a cool cat, bro. Like, even if he wasn't a fucking wrestler and he, and he was a fucking mailman, he still, you know, he was a cool guy to fucking be around. And it sucks that I mean, it's how old was it? Like 60, 58. 58 years old, and I mean, that's that's young, man. And, and it's just sad to see him, see the cancer and everything eat him up, and he and he passed on like that. You said he was cool. Now, you know, what made him cool? He was just a cool guy to fucking hang out and, and, and shoot the shit with. He was a guy that you could see, like, in your neighborhood bar. That you could sit down and just shoot the fucking shit with. All and right. not about and not about wrestling, just about fucking whatever. Crop crop circles and fluoride in the water. Yeah. Okay. Mike, I you mean, still I here told, with us? Yeah, I told you last week. I mean, Hopper had hooked us up so that, you know, this was before I actually met Tracy in person the first time. Tracy was on the show, which by the week by the way, uh a week ago. 
or a little more than a week ago from the time this is dropping, I posted the full three hours um, that Tracy was on with us the first time in 2017 and then again in 2019. Um, you know, so I met him over the phone the first time. And then last year at X-Rated, uh, I just kind of like walked up to him. I was like, hey, Tracy. And I told him who I was. He, oh, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, he immediately just was like really cool. Like, Did he say, down to earth. you're that in Tommy Rich was telling me about. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. But, uh, he just was like, I, like Harbor said, like when you start talking to him, I, I mean, Harbor's been around a lot of wrestlers, man. I'm not, I'm not trying to like throw shade, but there's a lot of guys that are just third bags and just, yeah, you just, like, you just whatever. don't want to associate with them. You right. know, it's like, that's, I don't, I don't know how else to say it. Well, it's they Tommy roofie each other's drinks and shit, dude. Come on. Do they? I mean, it's not just that. I'm not even talking about the ribs. I'm talking about just dudes that are just like, what the hell's wrong with this motherfucker? Tracy will never be mistaken for that guy. I mean, and the yeah. thing is that, like, about him, and we talked about this, I think, last week, is uh, he was like that with everybody. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, even, like, the guys that, you know, all, all the BTT Army listeners that were at the show, you know, taking pictures with him, he was talking. I mean, he just was, like, just a cool kid. And he wasn't, like, asking for He wasn't, like, one of these wrestlers like hustling for for your yeah, money I mean, for he gave me one of his shirts yeah I, I, I mean be honest i i can't wear this shirt it, it's the rebel flag and it, <laughs> uh, yeah i mean it, it's but yeah he gave me a shirt but he, why can't he, you why can't you wear it because i'm not because we're not in pikeville in, in 1993 <laughs> well you know you know like i think it was the second time he was on it was last summer he he was he I, I, when I was editing it and, and putting the show together, kind of re-listened to a couple of chunks of it. He talked about the 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 whole rebel flag thing. He's like, dude, he's like, he's like, man, that's not me. He's like, that's a gimmick, you know. He's like, I don't think that way. He's like, I, he's like, but it's crazy how many people they see you with that and they'll they'll think, yeah, that's you. He's like, it's a yeah, because, gimmick <laughs> because at the because he was a heel with it, right towards the end, right. It, 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 he wasn't the good shucks, you know, Bo and Luke from Dukes of Hazard, a good and old he southern was boy. So good at it. That's the yeah. thing. As we like, said last week, quoting Harper from the Smoky Mountain show, he was these people's Hulk Hogan. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, we, we did that last week, but again, once again we'll say R. I. P. Tracy uh Smothers. You had a you had a big segment planned tonight, didn't you, Mike? What are you talking about? Oh, I, don't, I guess not. Yeah, go, oh no, we we're, we're gonna do that if we if we have enough time at the end. Okay. Oh, well, well, yeah, okay. Yeah. We no. don't. We don't. <laughs> I don't think uh, that. Yeah. We, well, we're gonna we talk about it at the end. Um, but I will whatever. say this. I will say this. What Harper just threw at us before we hit the <laughs> red light rivals anything you will see on CNN, Fox, MSNBC. OAN Network or whatever you watch, what Harper hit us with before the red light was gone was about seven to eight minutes of phenomenal political commentary <laughs> as it pertains to his personal life. Can you yeah. imagine this clown if you turned on to like, I don't know, CNN, Fox. We now go to special contributor hard body hard <laughs> Let me, all right, Brad, let me level with you on some things. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Go ahead, Hawk. I'm sorry for being 
kind of late today because I was a busy counting the absentee votes and uh, so Michael <laughs> and Michael Takakis won. So <laughs> what he just said isn't even funny. I'm still laughing at what he said pre-show. Yeah, it was. Yeah, just dude, just that know was that... phenomenal. And it's true. Well, yeah, but just know, people, that this is largely unscripted, and uh, we don't we don't plan for these events. We just capture them when they come to us, you know. Hey, you know, hey, man. you know, <laughs> the good news is is that my football team still has a chance to make the playoffs. Isn't that Jesus. crazy? <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, of five and two, bro. I'm sticking to the whole thing that says in the middle of a pandemic, some football, any football is better than no football, but that's just getting tested on a weekly basis. Yeah. You got some third string quarterback kid from James Madison. No, no, no. He got benched today. Oh, who's the, who's the quarterback now? Next man up. Which is who? They haven't decided. It's either Gilbert. <laughs> it's either Gilbert grape or, uh, uh, they're bringing back Cooper Rush, pal, or or Don DeLuise, maybe. Dude, he said some names today to me at work. I, I, honestly, when you said that, Doc, I, I didn't know who the hell you were talking about. I was like, who? Well, yeah. I would keep that kid in there just to so he he can get experience and fuck it. Let's see what happens. Bruh, <laughs> football's <laughs> depressing, man. Everything's depressing right now. Why is everything so depressing? You know what's not depressing? Classic motherfucking wrestling. Southern and black wrestling. chicks. And black chicks. <laughs> <What? laughs> uh, Chris Zaha in the Facebook group, man. He's mm-hmm. he's he's in love with him, some black women. He is the nerdiest looking white dude you'll ever see. And he he he's, he's he loves him some black women though. He'll say it all the time. He's like, bro, I love I mean, really me some black women. That. Yeah, you know. Yeah. We yeah. saw that picture of you at prom a few years back. That's nice. With your Coke bottle glasses on and shit. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, but all right. Hey, uh, let me take care of some business real quick. Uh, special shout out to our largest page contributors monthly. Disrespectfully classy, Marky Blassie, Kyle Riley, Mike Childry, Joe Ice. Thank you for your generous patron each, each and every month. And then I did have a shout out. Um, this is the person sign up on Podbean. It is T-A-V-B-T-Y signed up on Podbean. Uh, I appreciate you signing up on Podbean to get even more great content, my friend, and becoming a BTT Hall of Famer. Move over to Patreon at tinyurl.com slash PatreonBTT. The reason I mention that, there's the video reviews there, the live streams are there that we do whenever we do them, all that good stuff. So we appreciate it. But again, it's tinyurl.com slash PatreonBTT. We got a pay-per-view coming up in a few months. We just did a great Clash of the Champions. So, um, and then you got the ECW shows, the world-class shows, all that good stuff over on Patreon, tinyurl.com slash Patreon, BTT. Support the show. Help me pay some of the bills that it costs for this show. Hey, Harper, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Mike was recently on Dutch's podcast. Yeah. And so when Dutch heard that he was going to be on a Dutch, didn't even show up. He didn't show up. Yeah, he's like Mike Mills, that little black asshole from New Orleans. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I'm not I'll, even going to do this shit. He said, I'll we the people his ass. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You, you taking Javorski's material. You realize that, right, Hopper? Because oh, really? that's what he said. You, did you hear how Mike just kind of glossed over the fact that you and I are the stars of the show and then exactly. started put, putting over the JV, the bench? What a dork. 
fucking Doc, dark. You're going to be the first one to get blown up, but you're, you're bringing other things up right now tonight. You know that, right? I'm already blown up, dude. I, I showed up blown up. Uh, I hear you. <laughs> and then Harper made me tired. I was laughing, and I got tired earlier, so I'm really whooped. You were blown up, and then Harper told you a story about how his girl blew him up. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh, my God. One of these days when society settles down, we're going to get him to tell that story, and we're going to post it. <laughs> But for now, too many people would work themselves into a shoot. We can laugh because we think it's funny, but I guarantee you there are others out there who wouldn't find it funny. All right. So uh, how about we talk some Saturday night, Doc? I, I love it, man. All right. So we're, we're uh, almost we... to the end of the road, right? What's that song by the boys to men? To the end of the road. Right uh, Harper, I do remember it. You need to check your email because I sent you some information about how we're going to watch these shows and review well, them once we well, got one run. more left huh yes yeah, so I, I prefer, what i didn't want you to do is wait until 30 minutes before go time for the july 14th episode like i know you'll do but i just thought i'd bring that up so uh please check your email when you get a chance uh, all right me. but anyway um yeah we, we're uh there's only two more on the network so what are we gonna do well if you're a patron you already know but there's that we're gonna keep going we've run through we have out We've outworked, outkicked the coverage that that the network can give us. That's right, damn it. We sure the hell did. All right. I wonder why they cut it off. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know why they they got them. I mean, you got to figure at some point they're going to add them, right? I would think. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. But again, um, this is July first, nineteen eighty nine. Uh, we are we are in a new month. Uh, the show opens up. They replay Funk attacking Ric Flair and pile driving Flair on the table, as we saw and discussed on that pay per view. Uh, and then uh, we go to, to um, uh, I was almost said center stage. I almost said um, the studio. We go to center stage where Jim Ross is the main event. Will be Tommy Rich versus mm. Wild Bill Irwin. And God yeah. bless Wild Bill for having to carry tommy rich that's nice that match but anyway uh we then are shown a replay of eddie gilbert and gary hart with eddie uh attacking gary hart and then muda coming out and god me me and doc blew it steven javorski load last week when we watched muda miss gilbert and then attacked him with the kendo stick and then we head immediately to the ring uh, Harper, you weren't here, so I guess you're seeing that, um, or, or you know, talking about it for the first time. Yeah, I see. Any yeah. thoughts on that? You think that was the first time we saw the the Singapore cane? We talked about that. That was a big deal. Yeah. That just, whole clip was. Doc and I talked about it. Harper was amazing because that's how they should have introduced Muda. I mean, look, yeah, we're, we're looking at here again. Was fucking great. But but I said, Harper, tell me what you think about this. When he hits him with the red mist and he's got that yeah. long sleeve white T-shirt on, it looks phenomenal because of the white T-shirt. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, I thought this was Doc and I, Doc, we talked about this felt like for 10 minutes last week. It was so damn good um, in, in a great episode. But anyway, Harper, any other thoughts on uh, Eddie Gilbert and Muda and everything that went down? This was great TV. This was one of those things where if you don't like wrestling, you walk by the TV, you, you would stop and go, what the fuck's going on here? Yes, I totally agree. 
And he is attacking him with that kendo stick ball. He was he was going to town. So they show that replay. And then we go to the Great Muda versus Italian Stallion. And JR tells us that we will see the debut of Teddy Long's Skyscrapers later on in the episode. So more on that later. Muda does win this match uh, with a judo chop to the throat. And then Muda beats Stallion with the kendo stick. So he uses the stick again after the match. Doc, anything from this match that you might have? Yeah. Um, he's announced the Italian Stallion is announced as coming being from Naples, Italy. Yeah. And he's got Italy on his pants, on his trunks, tights. And then JR goes, he's an excellent amateur wrestler with an AAU champion. <laughs> Everything was airtight, brother. I was like, something, you know, which one of these things is not like the other one? Well, he could have been a, a, a good amateur champion from Italy. He just... Didn't have to bring up AAU. Right. Unless there's but AAU in Italy, which I don't think so, but. Oh, look at that. Yeah. And JR commented at the beginning of the match when Muto spit the green mist. He goes, ah, oh, this week we get the green. Last week it was the red. You know, we had just talked about that with the white shirt, so. Wait till he breaks out the yellow. The yellow is even more dangerous. Is it? Oh, yeah. It's got piss particles in it so that it really burns the eyes. It's like that fucking hot mustard that they give you, like the little packets with your Chinese food. (laughs) Jesus. No MSG, pal. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Harper does it again. Uh, Harper, what you got from Muda? Go ahead. Hold on. We haven't seen Italian Stallion in a while, and they explained it during the the match. He's going to be over to, to Japan. And uh, been off training, learning a new hold. I feel like the last time we saw him was one on, on one of the clashes. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, he worked Dr. Death, I think. Who did he work for? It was a long I think it was match. Dr. Death, wasn't it? I think so. I, I'm trying to, it was like two clashes ago. Maybe, yeah. I want to say it was the last time we saw him, though. Okay. It, it was like a double, like, count out or some shit, wasn't it? Something mm, stupid? No, I don't I don't remember how it was decided, but I remember he was he was in a singles match at the beginning of a clash, and I remember it because it went way too long, and that's what I recall from it. I don't think he won. No. I don't think it was a double count out. I thought I think he lost, but it, it went forever. Uh, somebody out there is gonna gonna check me though on that, uh, and please do so if I'm wrong. Um, all right, Hopper, what do you have from these two? Italian style, you got, you got some stuff in here. Yeah, it went a little while longer than I yeah. thought it would, but that, I mean that, that uh, clothesline he gets in. Yeah, wrong guy won. <laughs> wrong guy won. Yeah. Okay, Doc. Watch, is this it? No, power. There you go. Rambo. Power slam. I mean, he's getting some offense in on Muda. Mm-hmm. It's kind of shocking when you think about it, but it's shocking, but it's not because again, we've seen him go in long matches with names before. Yeah. So maybe it's not surprising. But uh, what else, Hopper? Yeah, Anything? but. I like his there's, mullet. There's a I mean, line. Italians got fucking mullets. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, the maid guys on Sopranos, they don't have mullets, so. No. They got wings. He looks like a Puerto Rican whore. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> 
Son of a bitch! <laughs> Hua. Hmm. Oh, great show, great show. Okay, uh, Doc, what were you about to say? Muda didn't win with the moonsault, did he? No, uh, he didn't. He's That's... saving that shit. Don't Even you love that? A bunch. Even I though saw, he's used uh, it a bunch. I think it was last week's oh, uh, Sting didn't win with this uh with the Scorpion Deathlock, wasn't it? Um, I think you're right. Yeah. I like that, man, because it shows that they could win with 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 something else. Versatility. I mean, I mean, don't you love that shit? It, 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 you think they would do that so much more fucking often? Because it's because you you wouldn't tune into like you wouldn't tune into a Dodgers game and go, well, the only way to win is with exactly. with is with a ground rule double, right? It's like if you watch football, you, you they can. There's so many ways you can score. He can throw it. The quarterback can run it. He can he, he he can hand it off to the running back. He could throw it to this guy, that guy. Well, they can, this. And, and it's 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 also Harper. When you think about sports, sometimes a team wins defensively. Like yes. even if you have a team that has a good offense, they might and win with the defense. A, a pick six or something. Yeah. So I agree. It shows more than one way of winning. Actually, you think about it. You know, it's cool to have a finisher, but it's also good to have. More than one finisher. Right. That's well, why I always like that Arn would do a spine buster or the DDT, you know, just multiple things. Well, Arn and Arn had the gourd buster, the spine buster, and the DDT. Like he had a, yeah, he had a few different maneuvers. I mean, a few different things he could finish you with if he really wanted to. I'm with you. I like that. All right. Any other thoughts, Hopper? No. Well, we have been waiting for a long time now. Doc, when's the last time we've seen Flair? Was it? Besides the interview from JR's home. I mean, we did see that. And I don't think. Was about it, it six weeks, maybe? Yeah, when JR went to Flair's house, uh, that we did see that. But, I mean, it was in May that he was injured. So, and we were told we were going to get an update on Flair and his status. So let's go to that right now. JR is going to throw it to a press conference with Ric Flair. Ladies and gentlemen, right now I understand we're ready to go to the press conference. Let's go now to the CNN Center, the headquarters of World Championship Wrestling, and Executive Vice President of World Championship Wrestling. Let's go now to Jim Hurd. Thank you, and uh, I'd like to uh, welcome the television audience as well as those of you in this room to today's press conference for World Championship Wrestling. Uh, we're very excited that uh, uh, finally uh, Ric Flair is ready along with his doctor to uh, make an announcement about his future. We quite frankly have been in a dilemma here at World Championship Wrestling uh, about what's going to happen to the World Championship belt and the World Championship for that matter. And uh, I'm sure there's some a questions that need to be answered uh, for those of you viewing uh, plus the press here. but. Uh, first, we'll uh, we'll let Rick uh, Rick Flair uh, tune us in as to what his future plans are. Rick, Mr. Hurt, thank you very much. <clears throat> well, as I stated two weeks ago, this probably has been the most difficult period of my entire career. I uh, sustained an injury, as I'm sure you're all aware, that at one time I felt might take me away from a sport that has meant everything in the world to me. I'm here today 
Number one, to announce the fact that I am going to continue in the sport of professional wrestling. And I'm here to ask a favor of Mr. Jim Hurd, and that is that as the world champion, <clears throat> I have to wrestle the top 10 contenders, or one of the top 10 contenders, and I've asked Mr. Hurd and World Championship Wrestling to sign a match between myself and Terry Funk. Uh, I made the decision actually five days ago to stay in this sport. I spent a lot of time with my doctor. I spent a lot of time with myself. And as a matter of fact, five days ago, I took a long look at myself in the mirror and I said, Ric Flair, you better get up and you better get going. This has been the greatest sport in the world. I'm back in. I'm back in 120%. And I've asked Jim Hurd and the National Wrestling Alliance if they would grant me one special favor, and that's that on the 23rd of July, and I will not wrestle before the 23rd of July, if they will grant me a world championship title match with any stipulation they want with Terry Funk in Baltimore, Maryland. Baltimore is a town that I think a lot of, and I want to start back as the world champion, the 23rd. And I want to show the wrestling world why I have been where I have been the last eight years. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mr. Hurd. Well, there you have it. Ric Flair has decided to come back along with the approval of his doctor, and we're very happy about it. Uh, we'll sign the papers here, Terry Funk, obviously, and I know some of the fans out there are wondering. Uh, Ric Flair's contract has a clause in it that uh, lets him approve uh, one of the top ten uh, that uh, he will defend the championship with. So we have given him that opportunity to go against Terry Funk. There's some other questions that I know that a lot of the fans have been asking about why uh, we would allow Terry Funk to uh, do some of the things he's done. We've, we've reprimanded Terry, we've fined Terry, and we've thought about suspending him, but this uh, puts a whole new light on what we're doing. Uh, he is a former world champion. Uh, it's a free world out there, and Ric Flair, as we've known him over the years, is prepared to defend the title against anybody. So I think the fans are entitled to see this uh, uh, bout, and I think uh, Rick is very, very concerned that uh, Terry has tarnished his image, and I'm pretty sure that he's going to try to rectify that on July 23rd. Thank you very much. Doc, why can't this executive speak? He wouldn't last a day, that's for sure. Damn. You got to be able to cut a promo to be that level of executive in a corporation, man. That guy, and he talks too long because he's nervous. He, he keeps, was, yeah. Like, it, and it's also, like, I think it's a subconscious dominance thing. He's got to make sure he says more words than Ric Flair, but that's a problem because he's not Ric Flair. But he's got to let everybody else know who's the real boss around there by talking a lot. <sighs> you ever been in those shitty jobs where, you know, food service is a good one, where some guy that looks like Hurd is the store the manager, and you're in there for a store meeting early or on your off days, and you're like, man, if this motherfucker would just hurry up, we could go back home and oh, sit this thing over up. And they got to... <laughs> yes. And they got to cover the whole new handbook for, that just came out about employee conduct when half the restaurant's selling pills and drugs and all kinds of shit. And <laughs> nobody gives a shit about this. And he just won't shut up. That's how I feel about Herd. 
And it's the one asshole that asks these dumb fucking questions that the whole world knows. Some howdy doody thing that's like, well, I mean, I read page 34 that you handed out last night. And I was staying up reading it, and it says that we're not allowed to. Man, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Stop asking this motherfucker questions so we can get the fuck out of here. I'm trying to finger blast that chick up there, the, the strawberry blonde up there. Yeah. I'm trying to finger blast the, the fucking uh, the hostess. Come on. Yeah. As soon as I get to see that she's old enough, we're going to do things. Whoa. So Flair said he told her to sign the match with he and Funk. And Flair says he's back, you know. So 120%. On the 23rd of July at the Great American Bash, Glory Days, in Baltimore, any stipulation. They don't say what the stipulation. They just say any stipulation. Uh, I thought Flair was good here. I mean, I don't know what more you can expect him to. It's a press conference, so it is a promo, but it's not like he's in center stage. So, so they little... made it sound like they're at the offices of WCW. Where were they really? Um, they were in a at a hotel. Conference. Okay, Harper, what was behind that curtain? Oh, JJ. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no. yeah, JJ cranking one off. JJ, can I watch? <laughs> can, I watch? Yeah. can I watch? Can I watch? I mean, we've been friends. Doc, we've been friends for a long time. Brad, if you want to watch, get your if you want to get your jollies off, go right ahead. I don't know none of my problem. Yeah. Just, Can I stay? Can I listen? If I start if I start shooting ropes, you might want to get out Dude, of the way. JJ <laughs> said I'll hide behind the curtain. <laughs> go ahead, Hopper. You were saying something. Well, I don't know. They could throw you a fucking notepad. In a pen, you could take some notes. <laughs> well, it would be better than being thrown some Cheetos and some animal crackers like I'm a kid sitting in the in the crib while you're plowing mother. That's nice. No, Come no. On. Yeah, you, you, you get the little uh, plastic bag of fucking dinosaurs. <laughs> you just throw that in there. All right, uh, Doc, we talked about Herd here, who's the disaster, but your thoughts on Rick? Anything? Well, he's got to play this... You know, he can't be straight up for revenge, crazed madman, because he still has to psychologically, you know, I had to make a decision on whether or not I could even continue. And so he can't be styling and profiling just yet because he's still selling that injury. Yeah, and he's, um, you know, think about it, what he's been through with, you know, he had the, the wars with Steamboat and then he surprisingly gets attacked by Funk and pile driven on the table. So... He is in the mode of tactical, I want to get back at this guy, but um, I got to be calm and cool about it. I can't let emotions rule me. I kind of, that's kind of how I felt right there. Um, but he made his point. I mean, he was clear and defined. We're going to wrestle the 23rd of July. Any stipulation pretty much goes if you want to throw anything on it in Baltimore. And, you know, we're three weeks away from it at this point, it gives us time to build it up too a little bit. I mean, we've already had the build up. We know about the injury, but we got, we got a few weeks of TV before we get there. So, I, I mean, this is good. I mean, this is, this is what you want. Harper, what'd you think? It, it sure felt real, huh? I thought so. Felt real fucking real. And I guess it's still the NWA. Yes. Right what, now. Is it? Or we here at World Championship Wrestling. So. Right. That's what I don't get because on the podium it says World Championship Wrestling. And it's 
it's still Rick the mentioned right the NWA and Jim Hurd is supposedly the executive whatever the fuck of the NWA and I'm just so confused. The banner says TBS and NWA. Is the, it the, I mean, the graphic I mean, behind the, the, the graphic behind Jim Ross's uh, World Championship Wrestling? I, it, it, whatever happened to the Wrestling Network? Yeah, that that ship sailed, brother. It's oh. like the Washington Football Team, but they kind of, but like every now and then they say Redskins, and like you, know, well, <laughs> what's your You're fucking not, name? No, no. Who's saying that? You're not supposed to say that anymore. No, I don't. I mean, that's what it's like. It's like, oh. what the fuck yeah. are you? I, I'm I'm with you. I wouldn't compare the Redskins. Uh, I'm sorry. The Washington oh, football wow, team. you racist fuck. I wouldn't compare the Washington football team to this. They got a little bit of a branding issue because they're the NWA, but it's World Championship Wrestling and yada, yada, yada. We've talked about that. So, But it is real. Uh, Flair wants back at Funk, and he is very serious right now. And, you, you know, he hasn't amped it up yet, but stay tuned. Okay. So um, I got some questions for y'all. Let's go to Terry Funk after Flair, you know, had his press conference, not a promo. Here it is. Well, what did he decide? You tell me. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we, we've heard the press conference. Nature Boy Ric Flair will be back in action on July the 23rd to wrestle this man in Baltimore, Maryland at the Great American Bash. Where, where are you going? I am headed to the airport. That's where I'm headed. Flair can do all the training that he wants. I'm going to tell you right now, I have something that you can't train for. I have a whole lot of hearts, a whole lot of guts, and I know exactly where I'm going. I'm not only going to the airport, I'm going to the top of the professional wrestling world whenever I take that world's championship from Ric Flair. And there isn't a doubt in my mind because my daddy was a pistol and I'm a son of a gun. I'm meaner than a rattlesnake, tougher than shoe leather, more dangerous than a hollow-eyed scorpion and middle-aged and crazy. And that is exactly how I got this match is because I am middle-aged and crazy, but crazy like a fox. And I'll see you later, Sonny Boy, when I got that gold belt around my waist. Because right now, my luggage is packed, and I know where I am going. And I am going in a straight line. I think your cab's waiting for you, so why don't you just go ahead and go on, fans. We'll be back with more World Championship Wrestling in one moment. All right, Hopper, he's got to be quoting some song lyrics there, so you can educate me, but which, I don't know. Which, Am I wrong? What, about the straight line? I felt there may have been multiple songs quoted there. I don't think so. Oh, I no, didn't have okay. Any, I didn't have anything. Yeah. Okay, well, I just don't know. I was like, he's got, in my notes, I was like, he's got to be quoting some country songs there, but I guess not. I, guess I don't not. think he was. Okay, well, um, thanks for correcting me. All right, Harper, what'd you think about it then if he's not quoting song lyrics? I like how they explain why he's not going to be around later because he's leaving. Yeah, he's got his bags packed. He's got his, yeah, he's got his bag packs. He's, he's got to fucking catch a flight. <laughs> he's got mm. a sick horse. Yeah, sick horse. <laughs> uh, Doc, you got any thoughts on him? I I wondered if this was the psychology, and if so, how many people missed it. But it's like, mission accomplished. 
I I weaseled my way into a title match, and I'm going home to wait for it. I'm going back yeah. to the Double Cross Ranch because my work here is done. I ain't going to wrestle it any more than I have to. Yeah, what do I have? I mean, I basically, you know, I came, I, I don't say debuted. I showed up, and I wasn't even in the top ten, and I had just made a movie or had a movie debut or whatever. And so I'm not supposed to be wrestling. I'm just showing up. I'm a judge. But I attack you, and I kind of force your hand. And because I attacked you, you're the champion. You want to get back at me. And so, well, like you said, my work's done. I'm going home. Screw this. I'll be back. I'll be there on July 23rd. And we can stay tuned to see if that's exactly what happens or not. Uh, Any other thoughts, Doc? No, I liked it. I thought it was good. So with that said, uh, we'll go to the next promo. And this comes right after Terry Funk. We got the Steiner brothers. Uh, Let's see what they're talking about. Here with us here last week, you met and saw us meet uh, Robin Green, a, a friend of Rick Steiner. He, he gave her the flowers. Just a friend, just a friend. Okay, just a friend. Girlfriend. Girlfriend. We're going to show you what happened when Kevin Sullivan came out and tore those flowers up, and then we're going to come back. Well, as a matter of fact, how do you, one week from the night in the Boston Garden, you're going to be wrestling Kevin Sullivan, a Boston street fight. I know you're very displeased. Have you ever bought flowers for a lady before? No, I didn't buy them. I took them from my neighbor's house. Oh. Well, I know you're upset that you went in the ring. Uh, what are your thoughts regarding Kevin Sullivan right now? Hey, that blonde little fat-headed toad. And when it comes to Boston, I'm just going to take care of business and beat the out of him. Well, that pretty well sums it up, Scotty. That's right. There's an old saying, Jim Ross. If you can't run with the big dogs, stay on the porch. Ooh, right, ooh, dog ooh, face? Ooh, ooh, ooh. All right, fans, let's see exactly what happened here last week regarding the flowers, and then we'll see the Steiner brothers in action. All right, so uh, they throw to a replay um, with uh, the flowers being being ripped from uh, Robin Green's hands and all that stuff from last week, and then we go to the next match. But before we go there, um, what, did you, what did you have, uh, Doc, from these two? That was... <laughs> Harper, that was back when that big dogs on the porch thing was still not terribly corny, right? Yeah, when it was kind of, you'll see it on on like t-shirts and bumper stickers and shit. Country music songs. Yeah. I could see Joe Diffie singing something like that. Yeah. Or Big Texas. Okay. Yeah. I've been sent to spread the message. God bless Texas. I thought that was Little Texas, not Big it, Texas. Is it? I don't know. Okay. Come on, Doc. What? <laughs> you know, always shooting for accuracy here when it comes to Harper singing. I, I mean, always seriously. shoot for accuracy, whether it's in commentary or <laughs> for right between the eyes, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Oh, when you're hopper and you're skeeting it over his head. Shooting ropes on dopes. (laughs) Shooting ropes on dopes. That's nice. I still thought Hopper said, I just skeet over his head when he's throwing a sheet over his head. (sighs) All right. (laughs) 
<laughs> man, you don't need to be shooting ropes in the general direction of a two-year-old. I, I, yeah. totally, I totally right. agree. I'm not, I'm That's not why I was Jackson. Like, <laughs> Jesus. That's why I was like, what did you say? <sighs> All right. Uh, Aubrey, any thoughts on Rick Steiner there? It's uh, funny that he won't admit to buying her flowers. Yeah. She's yeah, just like, a friend. Yeah, Hopper, like he's 12 years old and he's got his first girlfriend and he's bashful yeah. to admit it. <laughs> and huh. and this is going to be in the Boston Garden, huh? That's what they say. Somebody when, Google it right now and let's yeah, see what the attendance was. It, it was five people, including the guy selling fucking popcorn. Mm. <laughs> Did they say the date? I forget. It's okay. Just, I just don't under, I, I I don't know. It's just. I bet you it drew. I bet you it drew when we're just being hard. I bet you that one drew a couple. You know, seven eight thousand. But anyway, all so. right. I I know. I, I um. So we go to the match and we got the Steiner brothers versus Rock Hard Rick. Yeah. Jesus mm. Lord. And um, Mike Awesome uh, is in this one and uh. Mike Awesome and Steiner are dressed remarkably they're similar. Twins. Yes, they and they really are. It's it's it's, it's bro. They pretty, got the uh, same shit on. Except they the they knee pads. do, except for the knee pads. They've got the the same exact stuff on. Yellow trunks, uh, yellow boots. Um, except Awesome's got red uh, knee pads on. So it, that's it, the only difference. It looks like a dollar store Hog Hogan. He really does look like Hogan right there. Yeah. And let me tell you, Rick Steiner is a powerful son of a gun to throw Mike Awesome over his head like that. As big as Awesome is. Can and I get sixteen oh eight? Uh are you I know what you're gonna go back to. I already know. I yes, no, that's go not back. okay. Sixteen oh three. What what we got here? Right here? This move? Yeah. Dude, every time st- Rick Scott Steiner does that move where he backflips while he's got the guy cradled like he's about to body slam him. I'm amazed that he doesn't break his neck. Yeah, that's a that's a fun one. Yeah. And he caught it. Did you notice when he did he, it right there? He caught his feet the on the ropes? Yeah, yeah, how bad would that how bad could that be? I mean, Harper, that could have been a disaster. Oh yeah, especially with his feet hitting the fucking ropes. Yeah, I mean, if if his feet would have hooked him, I mean, he got mm-hmm. over. But fuck, yeah, that's scary. Uh, I'm surprised none of y'all said anything about you know they've got the dog out there with them and Missy's out there babysitting there the dog. Yeah. Well, she must not be on her period because the dog's not sniffing at her. Come on, what is wrong with you? Yeah, dogs smell that shit, dude. They they claim bears can smell it, <laughs> and they can fucking track it. I uh, track you down, or I track a woman down. All right. Uh, more true. BTT, more BTT knowledge you didn't know. Okay, no, it's um, in it's in uh, it's in uh, Anchorman. Oh, really? That's what it's from. The bears can smell the menstruation. Yeah. You know, having a pit bull out there at ringside is a is a disaster waiting to happen. Any dog out there is, it's a fucking, it's a liability. It's uh... Remember when the Steiners came into Smoky Mountain and they had the dog and they were wrestling the heavenly bodies and they had Arnold. And at one point the dog was chasing like Dr. Tom. Like the thing about that that gets me is 
The four guys in the ring know it's a work. The dog thinks it's a shoot. Yeah. That's why I'm like, it's a, look at this. This is a disaster. This is a disaster. <laughs> and I get it. I, I know plenty of pit bull owners that, that have, you know, say their dogs aren't aggressive. I get it. My point is, inside of a ring with a, with all these people, I just I just worry whenever I see a dog because it's it's a it's an uncontrolled environment. And I'll leave it at that. The Steiners win, though. Doc, any other thoughts? I ain't trying to mess with the damn dog. Yeah, and I yeah. love dogs. I'm a dog lover. I am a dog lover. But how's that gonna work? Like I said, the dog doesn't know it's a work. <laughs> And then you got some asshole in the back that wants to do all kinds of crazy shit to the damn dog. Jake the Snake Roberts. Go go to our YouTube channel and you'll see exactly. That made what me I'm sad when that, when you told us about that. When he fed the when dog the chili dogs and the hey, shitting all over the hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> that made me yeah. sad. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. All right. Um so after the Steiners defeat Rock Hard Rick, which, again, is a rib, got to be, and Mike Awesome, we go to the Samoan SWAT team versus Lee Scott and Trent Knight. Paul Lee, at the beginning of the match, is cutting a promo. He tells Corny he's going to strip Corny of every ounce of his dignity he has. And then Paul Lee, during the match, mentions on commentary that he discovered Tommy Rich, and he tells some country music joke that I certainly did not get. Uh I don't know, Doc. You got anything from the Samoan SWAT team, Lee Scott, Trent Knight, or Paul Lee's commentary? No, it was pretty. There wasn't just a whole lot to talk about there. I mean, it was a solid showing uh, from them, but nothing. You know, I didn't. I just the idea that you're beating people with pineapples is still funny to me. But Aubrey, any thoughts from you? I just. Bro, when they bite into <clears throat> when they bite into the pineapple, fuck that. Because <laughs> of the prickly things on it. Yeah, really. I keep rewinding because I want y'all to see this ridiculous look, and I'm gonna call it a backdrop. But Lee Scott flips in the air in an uncontrollable manner. Watch this. Look at how he goes up. Uh, <laughs> I missed that. Jeez. Yes, he's trying to keep the lights out. Dude, I mean, he does this again on like a worldwide or a pro. Lee Scott like bumps for them really well. Um, I put it on the on online one time. I put it on Twitter a few months back. But w- watch this right here. He comes off and he's gonna they're going for a double backdrop. But he does this flip in the air sideways. Dude, he's got to be 10 feet in the air when he goes up. I mean, it's incredible to take that kind of bump like that. I mean, that's that's impressive. And I give Lee Scott all the credit because that means he posted well and he got over. Just really good. If you Video version, you got to see us on our Patreon, tinyurl.com slash BTT. It's at the 34, uh, 34-minute mark. You'll see that ridiculous backdrop from Lee Scott. It, it looks incredible. Uh, the Samoans are going to win, obviously. Doc, any other thoughts? Them and the Road Warriors need to tie it on, pal. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we'll keep moving. Um, we go to Wild Bill Irwin versus Tommy Rich. What? Come on, go ahead and tell us. Here comes the bullshit from you. The disrespect. <laughs> Do it. Do what? Your tired ass act. Yeah, talk your shit. I'm not talking nothing. I mean, the crowd went quiet. When he Come came on. out. 
they didn't make noise. I mean, while Bill's mm-hmm. in the ring, he, they boo him, and then Tommy Rich comes out, and it's just everybody's on their hands. They're just sitting on their hands. Really? Sitting yeah. on their hands? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, he yeah. said he's he's uh, from Atlanta. I think he was one of those absentee voters. <laughs> Here's a question. Tommy Rich how, ain't never seen a voting booth in his life. How many presidential elections has Tommy Rich voted in? That's oh, why God. I said he's never seen a voting booth in his life. I voted for Jimmy Carter. Hey. <laughs> Georgia bar. Hey. Back in the 80s, I'd have voted for anybody who tried to legalize cocaine. It could have been a black man, a Mexican, anything. Would have put cocaine on the ballot. I would have voted. That's the only thing he's voting for, okay? Let's be real here. Speaking of voices, where's the sheik? I, the sheik's I, at I, home. Yeah, I, but he's not gone, though. Like, I, I mean, I know he, like, eventually goes home and just sits at home and makes a paycheck. But I could swear we're going to see him again in 89. Oh, I thought we were at that point when they send him home. No, I, 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 I really think, like... Unless I'm just not remembering it right, I, I could swear, like I've seen these episodes episodes before, that Sheik is is gonna come back at some point in '89. I'm not 100 when I say that, but I feel like we're gonna see him again. I mean, it's a disgrace. I mean, you got Tommy Rich and there's no Sheik. It's just what what are we doing here? Do we ever see we Wild Bill here? win? Say that again, Hopper. Do we ever see Wild Bill win? He's so over. So. He, he's so over. He doesn't have to. He um, really doesn't. He doesn't have to. But I think we'll. I, th- I do think we'll see him win, though. That's good. Uh, but um, this is a snooze fest. I feel so bad for Wild Bill. Here. He's such a dick. I mean, he's got to put up with this buffoon in the ring. <laughs> Man, Tommy Rich is only thirty-three, right there. Jesus, he looks, he looks fifty-three. He is. He's got that thick middle to be thirty-three. Like, I feel like I'm built about like Tommy Rich now, but it took well into my 40s to get there. And drinking 18 beers a night along with White Claws. I, no. <laughs> I'm drinking, I have a glass of water right here for tonight. Yeah. Water. Water. He's already, he's already got that, like, that, like, mailman's body or the fucking, the guy that works at Pet Boys' body. He's got the over the he's got the 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 nineteen eighties wrestler pudgy body who's past his prime. That's nice. And it ain't a lie. And it's it's disgraceful that Wild Bill's. Hey man, didn't you hear Corny when they were traveling all the time? When are you supposed to work out? Don't get me started. I've always wondered that. When did they find time to work out back then? Because you know guys like Hercules and shit, they were jacked. I mean, well, first of first of all, they were aided by by science. That doesn't mean anything. It, right, it's a myth. You still let me tell you something. Here's here's the here's the, the the secret about steroids. Nobody ever wants to talk about. When you're doing it, you got to work out just as hard or not or harder. I mean, yes. it don't they just don't appear because you stick yeah. a needle in your. It's ass, not a magic okay? drug that just all of a sudden turns you into Hulk Hogan. Right, so they were working out. Now, I mean, how, look, how was your first cycle, Mike? I've never done a cycle, but I've it was known a ten en- speed. <laughs> known, I know enough guys who have done their share of cycles, 
And I know the guys that have done their share of cycles work their asses off in the gym too. Like they don't just go up. Oh, well, I took my shot today. I'm good to go. And I can go eat um, onion rings and uh, buffalo wings. And uh, I don't have to do nothing else. You actually got to work. Onions are vegetable. That sounds healthy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Like French fries. French fries. <laughs> Potato chips. Mm. Hopper, yeah, did I tell one lie though about steroids just now? No. Other than other than that, you've never done them. I've never, Doc. You've seen me. Do I look like I've injected steroids into my body? You're prematurely bald. Yeah, the major hair fall out. Right. And they made you turn white. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Harper, no. I hope you get some sleep tonight. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Come on, bro. All right. Harper, Harper didn't get no sleep last night, and there wasn't even any circle, circle, dot, dot. Just no. a whole bunch of. So, uh, <laughs> he's getting <laughs> Doc. He's about to get hot thinking. He's thinking about it again. I would be uh, too, man. How'd you feel when that alarm went off this morning? I was well. I was glad I came back home so I could get some, at least some fucking sleep. But I, I still woke up pissed. You know, I just realized, Doc, he said he left her house at 2.30. I got up means, and said, fuck do you know how noise. bad? Do you know how bad it had to be? Yes. To get in your car at 2.30 in the morning to escape. Well, Well, what I was about to say was, so that tells me he he's he's not he's not far from her, but that tells right. me it's three o'clock before he's getting in his bed and laying down to go to sleep. Yeah, it is a long clock but, went off but at here's six. The other, but here's the other thing, Mike. You're so irritated that you got to get up and drive somewhere yes. else. You ain't just laying <laughs> back down and going to sleep. It's right, like after exactly. team, it's like after your team plays on Monday Night Football. You can't just like oh well, that was such an exciting game. <sighs> Win or lose, I it takes me hour, hour and a half, sometimes two hours to go to sleep because, yeah. like you know, you're like invested in the game. So again, win or lose, it doesn't even matter. It's just like, oh, here we go, this nighttime bull crap. I hate nighttime games, but it's a fair point. Harper, so Harper went to sleep at three. <laughs> the alarm went off at six. We got to wrap up so he can get some sleep. Bullshit. I've heard him yawn three times already during the show. I mean, they got to do that shit on the fucking weekends. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. Yeah. Doc, did you have any other thoughts on Wild Bill and Tommy Rich? You didn't really say it. Um, Rich is 33. Man, is there anything more Southern wrestling than a Bill Irwin, Tommy Rich Main event. They call it the main event, but there's a match right after it. So, oh yeah, can't yeah. wait for this. Yeah, yeah, that makes no sense. Well, and just for the record, Tommy Rich wins with the uh, terrible-looking Thez press that he does. And on that note, we go to the mm-hmm. debut of the skyscrapers. Dan Jesus, more C- yellow tights. Dan Spivey, more yellow tights, yes. Dan Spivey Ugh. and Sid Vicious versus Mark Smith and Ray Lloyd. Um, So, okay, here's the thing. 
Teddy Long, I mean, I'm not really a big Dan Spivey or Sid Vicious fan, but I mean, for for what it's worth, the skyscrapers were a serious gimmick, and I'll give them credit on that. I'm not the the biggest fans of them, but I can take them serious, and I think Spivey is more fitted or suited for this than he would be that varsity club uh, nonsense that he tried to pull. Now, as I say that, uh, I remember a couple months ago or a couple weeks ago, I said they had mentioned that Gary Hart had bought Spivey services or whatever. Well, and I said, yeah, don't don't buy into that because I knew this was coming with Teddy Long. One other analysis on this. Teddy Long now has a serious tag team in Spivey and Sid Vicious, which makes sense. But he's also got Norman the Lunatic. Um, anyway, Doc, your thoughts on this match and Norman's going to come out and he starts running around the ring, but what do you have? Maybe he's just like social worker or something. Uh, I guess. Well, the good news, the good news is, is that Sting has moved up the card in my eyes. What do you mean by that? Explain. Well, if we need Sting to look good, Jesus. Is that a balloon on his head? Yes. Fucking Norman. You're at Doc, the... Doc just stopped in mid-thought because I told you Norman was going to come run out. He's running around the ring and... God, it's just dumb. I don't know. So don't I guess that the theory here is that Sid Vicious has been premiered somewhere else, debuted somewhere else. Defined somewhere else. On a main event or some other show because otherwise they didn't make a big deal. And watch this. Watch this. So, fucking notice anything that Sid Vicious is completely blocking the hard cam, and now watch Spivey do it. What a dumbass. These two idiots are blocking the camera on their big power moves. No, well, I, I don't, well, I'm not putting know. that on them. Yeah, I'm not putting that on them. Yeah. There's just there's a camera on the floor. I mean, you can't blame that on them. Yay! And was everybody a- wasn't working to the hard camera like they do now. So, don't put that on them. That's not them. Um... The camera on the ring should have caught it like it's catching it here. And then the camera on the floor should have caught it, too. But um, that's a production thing. That's not on them. But anyway, um, I don't know, Doc. I've got worldwide from this time. I don't have main event or anything. I could see it. It's just, I mean, I don't like Sid, but he's a big-ass bastard. And it just feels like more could have been produced there. I mean, they definitely kind of just... Hey, there's Sid. Wait, who? Yeah, they definitely kind of just threw him out there, it felt like. I mean, they didn't say anything last week either or anything, right? I don't remember anything. I did like the fact fact that they said that Teddy is, you know, won a competitive effort to get these guys. That kind of legitimized him a little bit. And, you know, Teddy needs some help because he's stuck with Norman. The whole Norman thing is dumb. Um, Harper, what'd you think for this? The Norman shit is fucking distracting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't understand why you need Norman running around with a balloon on his head on the outside when you got these two doing power moves and you know seemingly. I mean, they're not my cup of win. tea, but they cut an image here. Yeah, and the thing is. What does Norman having? He he doesn't match with any of this. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a Kia on a on a Mercedes car lot. It's like what the fuck is that doing here? Doc, hit your line, boogie, boogie. Nothing about you says computers. 
Well, yeah. so the point is, like, you said the balloon on the head didn't do anything for you. Or None for... of it did. Yeah. The only thing that's going to do something for Harper tonight is some sleep, not some circle, circle, dot, dot. The man just wants to sleep. Just yeah. want to sleep, goddammit. Yeah. I just want a Pepsi. Uh, and she wouldn't give it to me. All I wanted was a Pepsi. <laughs> and she wouldn't give it to me. Any other I'm thoughts on crazy. that? crazy. You're crazy. You're the one that's crazy. You know that song, Mike? No, I don't. I have no, I, no clue. They had about. a black guitar player. Yeah. Rocky I George. I do not know what you're talking about. Suicidal Tendencies. Oh, I know that band. Yeah. That was their biggest song, Institutionalized. I'd have to hear the beat. To, and I probably have heard it before. Now that you say that. Uh-oh. Mike's into diverse diversity and and skate punk from the mid early eighties in California. All right, man. They, I bet Harper got into them when they went metal, like in ninety ninety one. Yeah. Okay, that was like some underground stuff, though, man. Harper and I live in the underground, pal. Yeah, okay. we are the underground. The future is forsaken. You are the underground, and tonight you want some sleep. <laughs> I want to be under some sheets. Wait, what? <laughs> I'll take that the wrong way. Just throw a sheet over his head. What, Hopper? <laughs> Plowing and winking, baby. <laughs> Speaking of that, where's Brian Pillman? We've been seeing his videos for a month, but there's no video on here, I don't think. And where is he? Um, he's not on this episode, but we're gonna get more Pillman. Don't worry. We're gonna get more Pillman. It's fine. I mean, you know, he missed. You know, he's not on this one. I mean, it's fine. I know they're not wearing him out. All right, we're gonna go now. The skyscrapers. I, I mean, I gotta be honest. During the match, um, the bells just start ringing during the match, and Jr. seems confused by what's happening. The skyscrapers are called the winners, but I don't ever think I saw a pin or anything. That's so, true. Whatever. What yeah, the they. Fuck? They never pin, but they do hold up Teddy Long after the match, and Jr. calls Air Teddy time. Long peanut head. Airtight, brother. Of course, of course. And um, Jr. says peanut head, and just remember that because there's going to be a lot of peanut head chants in the months to come uh, whenever Teddy Long is out there. Scraps, as we call them. All right. Well, we got a surprise um, at the end of this episode, 34-minute episode. God bless America. Uh, mm. Rick Flair almost, shows up almost too short, man. This was crazy. Yeah. But Flair shows up at center stage for the first time. Let's go to that now. Well, fans, we don't have a great deal more time here. We'd like to get Sid Vicious and Dangerous Dan Spivey away from these two young men. I'll tell you what, it's been an exciting hour. The announcement of Nature Boy Ric Flair, who was in town earlier today at the World Championship Wrestling Office. You saw us cut in on our program here and had the announcement that Ric Flair would be returning to action on Saturday night. July Wait! Hey! Get the camera over there! There's the champion of the world! Nature Boy! Let the rest 
and you gotta be kind of low key. So I said that that tape I made today wasn't gonna get the message across unless I came out here and woo all night long. So Terry Funk, this is short and to the point. I'm gonna be in Baltimore. Woo! Style profile. And on the 23rd of July, 1989, I am going to kick your Texas. Remember one thing and remember it well. I took your best shot and I'm back. Now, pal, mm. you got to deal woo, with the world heavyweight wrestling champion. All right, fans. I mean, what a surprise. Nature Boy Ric Flair getting a standing ovation from this tremendous crowd here at the center stage. We'll talk more about it next week and tomorrow night on the NWA main event at 6.05 Eastern Time. We'll see you tomorrow night, everybody. I love that he said I took your best shot and I'm still here, but I want to get your thoughts, Doc. Same thing, and how can you argue? I mean, it was the thing that we saw at the beginning of the episode, something we hadn't seen in wrestling at that time. Uh, piled over on a table that didn't break. I mean... Now, this was the flair starting to ratchet it up. Then he's going to kick his Texas ass. Just this is the, the next escalation. Now, was Rick wearing the same clothes as he was at the first press conference? Shut uh, up. That's what I thought. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you could see it, the little right there. You can see the thumbnail. And that looks like the same thing he's got on. So yes. it's all right. I mean, we didn't have a, you know, we couldn't DVR. Hey, we had business anything. Rick getting the contract signed, and now we've got wrestling Rick. So, you know. And, hey, you know, it just so happens that Terry Funk said, fuck it, I'm going home. Yeah. So now Rick's out there. And, you know, Rick hasn't been out there in a while. And I thought this was really good, man. It's a nice way to close it. Harper, what do you think about the whole thing? I just like how they showed uh, Terry Funk leave with his bags to explain why he didn't come out and uh, confront him because he left. Yeah, and we saw him leave. Right. Keep building yeah. that suspense. They don't have mm. to touch yet. Yeah. I mean, nowadays he probably would have came out and uh, all of a sudden his fucking music would hit and he'll be you know, walk into the fucking ring and then all that bullshit and talking and then you talk and then I talk and then I got to turn my head and you fucking beat the shit out of me. Do you do your finisher on me? And then I look at to the look down at the guy that I look up real slow, up to, slow up to the camera and I fucking yell or something. And the best part about what you just said, how they don't do all that is just another week where these guys get their point across 
they don't need a touch. They don't need to make contact. And now we got to tune in next week because, well, Rick's back. He showed up in center stage, so we know he's going to wrestle. So we got a few weeks before that match. But what happens next week? Like, what are they going to say about each other then? Or will they touch each You know, will they... Will they make contact? I mean, it's just it's a again. Look, this is how it's done. This is this is what made it great back then, and I just love Rick saying, "I took your best shot." And there's legitimacy and truth in that because I don't know, Doc. You just said it. When had we seen someone pile driven on a table before in the table break? I, you tell me. And Rick got and Rick got some of his mojo back without having to do it, without having to be physical. Yeah. And look, I, I don't know when you have a neck injury if, you know, if six, seven, eight weeks is enough time to recuperate. I don't know, doctor, but. But no, but what is it? I don't need well, to be. Well, well, I mean, there was the there's a pretty it was in the flare for the gold DVD set, but it's the, the lead up to Starcade when Harley had the bounty on Rick. Somebody take the damn money. And it was Bob Orton and who else? Man, I went blank. And they hurt Rick. And Rick showed up in a gym, high school gym with a baseball bat, chasing him around and cut a promo. This isn't the first time he sold a neck injury and cut a promo. Agree. But for this one, though, we hadn't seen the table, pile driver. And Rick saying, well, "I took your best right. shot." So it's the like, same. It's the same thing with it, but with the volume turned up a bit because it's yeah. seven, eight years, six, seven years later. Uh, later, you know. Yeah, this is good stuff. This is good stuff. And that's how they and go again, off there. And, and again, Rick gets a little bit of his heat back, but they haven't given away the match. They ain't giving away nothing. I mean, it's just a really good buildup at this point, man. I, I think I, I'm with it. I think Harper's about to pass the fuck out. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, so, if we don't get if we don't get him a, a bottle of warm milk and burp him soon, he's gonna get fussy. He's gonna go <laughs> plow something and wink at the kid in the crib in a little while, and then he's gonna get his sleep. Uh, all right, so that's how they go off air. Rick's promo, and it was to me a really good episode. So we gotta rate it, and we gotta give out the Rolex. Before we do that, I want to remind you, we are on the doorsteps of. Christmas shopping and all that good stuff. So please use our Amazon Associates link. It's tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. Great way to support this show without spending anything extra. If you're already shopping on Amazon, please use that link. Give the link to the girlfriends, wives, side pieces, whatever you have in your life. Significant other, you got it. Give them the link. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. Great way hey, to support this show without spending anything extra. Yes, Doc. Can I, can I tell you something? Uh, Mrs. Doc's going to put up the Christmas tree next weekend. This coming weekend. Jesus Damn. Lord. It's not even Thanksgiving yet. What is wrong with white people? Jesus. <sighs> it's just, it's a thing and it goes up early. Yep. It's, yep, I saw they they had the uh, they got the Captain Crunch cereal, the Halloween <laughs> cereal for a dollar fifty, and then there's the the Christmas one, Captain Crunch right no, there. No, thank, no Thanksgiving cereal, some gobble gobble crunch. Yeah, or, no, no. He goes, I 
like the Halloween just like passes the fucking baton like in track and field. It's like, okay, now it's your turn. Get up there. <laughs> nice reference. The baton is passed. Man, I feel like uh, all Harper's mama had to do back in the day was drop one of those variety small cereal snack pack boxes in his Christmas stocking, and he would have been no, happy. It, it, it was what the prize was, and I would... As soon as my mom would come come on for swagmas, I would pull that bag out the fucking box and and fucking grab it. Doc doesn't know what swagmas is, Harper. Well, it was a grocery store, and I would, as soon Did as you say swagmas, swagmas. Oh, that's the first thing I would do because because some cereals they would put it in the bottom of the of the box. And, and you just, boy, you wanted to get in trouble. Just rip that box open and start digging to the bottom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> I got to get my post-fucking baseball cards. Like, ooh, Tony Gwynn. Ooh. They'll still be there when you eat that. I don't care. I want it now. It's there yep. now. Christopher, Why go to your room if you can't Shut behave. Shut up, lady. <laughs> After Magnum P.I. Can you imagine oh, I like that how bad he Hopper made- was? <laughs> That Tom Selleck makes me feel feelings in my nether regions. Hopper, did you did you used to talk back to your mom? No, I, mean, I was just a dumb, you know, I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right, Doc. Well, you were talking about Amazon, so your wife's putting yeah. up the uh, uh, Lafonda's putting up the the tree this weekend. Good lord! Ho ho ho, ho motherfucker. TinyURL.com slash BTT Amazon. Great way to support this show without spending anything extra. Okay, so we need to rate this thing, give out some Rolexes and all that stuff. Uh, I'll go first with the rating. I'm going to give it an A. I, we got to see Flair. It was Twice. 34 minutes. Oh, my God. I mean, that right there is just heaven in itself. So I'm going Ric Flair. Um, I'm sorry. I'm going A on the on the rating. Doc, what are you going to rate this thing? Almost too short, but notice I said almost. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, Brick a couple of times, Funk with the promo, Sid's debut, Tommy Rich's in-ring debut. I mean, I think it's an A. Yeah, it's an A. All right, so you giving it an A too? Oh. 34 minutes, bro. 34 minutes and 11 second run time. Holy yeah. crap. I'll take right. that. Seven yeah, days I know week. for a fact next week we're going to see Ricky Steamboat cut a promo because I've been staring at that thumbnail on the network for four years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> All right. So we I need... know what to ex- at least one thing to expect next week. Yeah, we need to give out the Rolex before we do so. Remember, we've got a pay-per-view coming up, and we just did a clash not that long ago. If you want access to that and the World Clash shows, the ECW shows, the pre-shows we've done, anything extra that's on our Patreon feed, over 200 episodes along with the video versions of these, you can sign up at tinyurl.com slash BTT. A great way to support the show by giving the show a little bit of support in return, and you get extra shows that we do. Um, along with that, remember, there is the annual option now where you can save 10% when you sign up for the entire year, which means you're getting a month for free. Again, you got the annual option. You can do month to month or you can do annual. But with annual, you will save uh, basically the cost of one month. And it's a great way, again, to support the show. And look, it's almost Christmas time. 
maybe uh, you want a Patreon membership for Christmas. So tell your wife, girlfriend, side Lord, piece. could you imagine the response that you get from your hoe when you go, hey, get me this. <laughs> get you what? Is that that shit you listen to where you, like now you say circle, circle, dot, dot all the time? Come on. Come on, grow up. Grow up. Dude, yeah, they say that too. Are you listening? Yeah. No. Just shut up. <laughs> you know some dude out there that listens to us has told his girl, bend over. It's time for circle, circle, dot, dot. Jeez. Excuse that me? Bend over. I'm about to book it, bitch. <laughs> well, well, we can do that after this episode of uh, This Is Us. Yeah, we need to watch that because it's really, you know, it, it helps me get in touch with my emotions. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Well, again, sign up. Tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. Okay, it's Rolex time. I kind of gave my You know what Harper just, Harper just divulged is that I bet his girl watches This Is Us, and he has no, to watch it. She, she don't watch that. She's always like, oh, Joe Rogan did this. He's like, oh, we, we got to watch this documentary. I was like, no, we don't. I'm tired of watching political shit. <laughs> I want to watch fucking Predator or fucking Rocky Four. Let's watch that fucking shit. Man, Mike and I have been watching every single... Mike and I could do some scouting reports on some really shitty college football teams right now. Dude, I watched UNLV and... and um, God, who did Colorado I State. Yeah. Where? When? Saturday? Friday night last week. And then I was watching... On Saturday, one of the mountain, two of the Mountain West. I told Doc I was like a crackhead up late, just watching. Just no, that UNLV was Saturday. Friday I watched Hawaii, and I think it was Colorado State. It was, I couldn't tell you who won, but I was watching it. I mean, I'm just I'm a junkie though when it comes to college football. Like yeah, those late night games. I mean, I'll probably fall asleep I'll watching take most it. of the time. I mean, yeah, right, I'm now, right now, right now. My salvation is watching classic 1989 wrestling and football. Yes, yes, I'm I'm right there with you, man. I, I don't. I, I'm look, and I know LSU is doing the job this year. Frankly, I, I really don't care. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's fun to have football, like even yeah. bad football. I got yeah, my team. My team is legit in the discussion with the Giants and Jets for the worst in the league. But you know what? It beats watching the fucking news or. Anything else that's going on, man? It's like at least for three hours, I can think about this football game. Yeah, Predator, so, pre Hopper. Y'all gotta watch. Okay, I don't know if she likes these kind of shows. So you know, I, I watch my like, I watch my like binge worthy shows when I black. He watches a lot of blackish. No, um, you gotta watch Mixed Dishes. Good though, that's a good show. Uh, <laughs> Hopper, Viking. Do you have Hulu, Hopper? Well, I'll talk to you later. Yeah. But anyway, Vikings on Hulu. That it's like episodic. Man, that is no. a good show. No. Oh, that was man. on a History Channel, wasn't it? Yeah, and like, so I'm not gonna tell you it's like Game of Thrones because it doesn't have the dragons and all that stupid stuff. Um, even though Game of Thrones was good, but Vikings is good, bro. Viking. And, and then time to watch all this shit. I watch on the treadmill. I mean, I get on a treadmill an hour a day. That's five hours a week, dude. I mean, <laughs> it's amazing what you can do when you when you when you're on a treadmill, man. I mean, you got a lot of time to burn. Anyway, it's good. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Gotta check it out. 
All right. Uh, with that said, we got to give out the Rolexes. I kind of gave mine away. Doc, who are you giving yours to? I really wanted to give it to Terry, but I'm giving it to Rick because it's the I took your best shot. I'm going Rick, too. Who are you giving yours to, Hopper? Rick. Yeah. How do we give it to anybody else? I don't know. All right. So um, that about is going to wrap things up. Rick is getting the Rolex from all of us. All of us gave it an A, so clean sweep all the way around. I think we're going to get out of here unless, Doc, you got something else this week? I just figured we'd talk about our fantasy football teams right now. No, thanks. No, thanks. Uh, Hopper, you got anything to plug? No. Yeah, me either. All right, let me take care of some business before we get out of here. Shout out to our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT, slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still fun nonetheless. Thanks, Joe and Quinn, for all your plugs. And then also shout out to the Bottom Line cast with Mike Pru and JV. They do our ECW show on our Patreon feed at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. But they also do a free show on the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Just search Bottom Line cast wherever you get your podcast from. And on that note, I'm going to get out of here. Doc's going to get out of here. Hopper's going to go get some sleep or maybe throw some Cheetos and some animal crackers at a little kid and a wink at him in a crib. Hopper, why don't you hit the tagline and get us out of here? Fuck it, bitch. Uh-huh.